Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hi there, friends. It's Jasmine the jazzy gray cat here with my bestie Gracie the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. Gracie here. Are you ready to go with us to explore Alaska, our 49th state? The capital is Juneau and the biggest city is Anchorage. Alaska is known as the last frontier because so much of it is waiting to be explored. It's also our largest state. That's just great, Gracie, because we're explorers. But you know, Alaska is also called the land of the midnight sun. And here's why. Way up in the very northern part of the state, for over two months in the summer, the sun doesn't set at all. That means it's daylight for 24 hours. In other places in Alaska, they only have 18 to 22 hours of daylight. Hmm, I bet it's really hard to go to sleep with all that sunshine. Not for tortoises, it isn't. We can just tuck up into our shell. It's nice and dark in there. Well, lucky for you. But you know what? All this sunshine helps plants to grow super big. Can you imagine eating a 35-pound broccoli or a 138-pound head of cabbage? They've all been grown here in Alaska. That's a lot of veggies, even for you, Gracie. Yes, you're right. That is a lot of vegetables, even for me. People first lived here about 13,000 years ago. They came from Russia and got here either by walking over the Bering Land Bridge, which connected Alaska and Russia. This piece of land was over 600 miles wide, so it was a very long walk. Or, if they didn't want to walk that far, they could have sailed here. Hmm, I think I would have sailed. I don't get seasick, but my paws would have got tired if I had walked that far. Now, if the water in the Bering Strait would freeze today, it would only be about 50 miles to walk to Russia. But, you know, that's still kind of far. I wonder if we could put sled runners on our cute blue camper. Jasmine, I'm sure that you could. In 1784, the Russian people came here to live. But in 1867, Alaska became part of the United States when we bought it from Russia for $7.2 million. That sounds like a lot of money, but it was only two cents an acre. Now, not everyone thought that it was a really good deal until gold was found here in 1872. Native tribes that still live here include the Inuit and the Clinket. And you know what? Alaska is an Aleut word, which means great land. And Alaska is a great, big, beautiful land. I hope we get to go to the North Pole. I wonder if we'll see elves and reindeer. I'm sure you'll see reindeer. Not so sure about the elves. Good thing we're here in the summer. While summer means lots of daylight, winter is a different story. The town of Barrow, which is up near the North Pole, has sunlight 24 hours a day for 84 days in the summer. But in winter, the sun doesn't rise above the horizon for 64 days. Other places get more daylight, but not a lot. The city of Fairbanks has days with about three hours of sunshine, while Juneau has about six hours. I also know that it can be really cold here in winter, too. While it's cold everywhere in Alaska, with some places about 20 degrees Fahrenheit, while others can be lots chillier at negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Brrr. And get this, parts of Alaska are a desert. 
even though there's snow instead of sand. For a place to be a desert, it doesn't need sand. It only has to get less than five inches of rain every year. You're correct about that. Most people do think you need sand for a desert. Because parts of Alaska stay cold all year round, much of the soil is called permafrost. This means the ground is permanently frozen. Part of the Bering Glacier, which is the largest one in North America, is here in Alaska. It's about 2,000 square miles in size, or about the size of the state of Delaware. Good thing the animals that live here like it cold, like the polar bear. That's not the only bear that lives here. Black bears and the world's largest bear, the Kodiak bear, also call this place home. We might even see beluga whales swimming around and walruses sunning themselves on rocks. Of course, caribou, which is another name for reindeer, moose, and musk ox all love Alaska. Our national bird, the bald eagle, also thinks it's tops here. But how will we get to Alaska? It's not connected to the U.S. You're right, Jazzy. The states we have gone to so far are called the Lower 48 and are all connected. Only Alaska and Hawaii are not connected. So for us to get to Alaska, we'll have to drive all the way through the United States and then on through Canada. Come on over to the map and you'll understand better. Okay. Oh, I see it now. It's at the western end of Canada. That means that Canada is on the east, the Beaufort Sea and Arctic Ocean are to the north, the Bering Sea and the Chukchi Sea are to the west, and the Pacific Ocean and the Gulf of Alaska to the south. That's a lot of water. It is, but are you ready to go? I'm already in our cute blue camper and snuggled in my princess bed. Great. Our famous person for Alaska is Jack London. While he wasn't born in Alaska, he wrote exciting books all about his adventures here. One of his most famous books is The Call of the Wild. It's the story of Buck, a dog who goes to the Klondike and becomes a sled dog. He eventually lives out his life as a wild dog. That sounds like an exciting book, even if it is about a dog. What's the Klondike, Gracie? That's the area of Alaska where gold was found. Ooh, gold! Our first stop is to see the highest mountain in North America, Denali, at the Denali National Park. At its highest peak, it's over 20,000 feet high. Actually, Denali has two peaks, and it's the southern one that's the highest. The top two-thirds of the mountain is covered with snow and huge glaciers all year round. Wait a minute! I have some info, too! The mountain has had a lot of names. First, it was called Denali by the Athabascan people and means the high one. Next, it was called Densmore's Peak after explorer Frank Densmore. Then came the name Mount McKinley in 1896 for President William McKinley. But finally, in 2015, it was called Denali again. I hope the mountain didn't get confused with all those name changes. I'm sure it didn't. Denali is our biggest national park at 6.1 million acres and is located in the Alaska mountain range. It is a beautiful area of natural beauty, and much of it is still unexplored. That means we could be just like the first explorers of long ago. You're right, we could. But it's not easy to explore a wilderness. We couldn't take our cute blue camper, and we'd have to carry everything we need. Oh, on second thought, maybe we should stick to trails and roads. I don't think I could carry my princess bed through the woods. Excellent choice. 
as well as Denali, we can see other mountains such as Mount Foraker and the glaciers of the Alaska Range, along with the Savage River and Wonder Lake. Or we could look for animals. This cool place is home to 39 kinds of mammals, 169 kinds of birds, but only one type of amphibian. We can't forget the big five, grizzly bears, moose, wolves, caribou, and doll sheep. Because it's so cold here in the winter, many birds migrate in the fall and come back in the spring. The tough ones that stay all year are ones like the pine grosbeaks and the taramin. The only amphibian to live as far north as Denali is the wood frog. And get this amazing fact, the wood frog hibernates in the winter by freezing solid. It becomes a frog sickle. Jasmine, that is an out-of-this-world fact. Since the trails here are unmarked, I think we should take a bus tour so we can look for those big five animals. We are lucky that it's a sunny day and we'll get a great view of Denali. Sunny days don't happen here very often, although rainy weather is a better time to see the animals. Gracie, over there is a bear and it's scratching its back on the road sign. Silly bear. And up ahead is Denali. Unbelievably majestic. I agree. Too bad we didn't see all of the big five, but let's watch the Alaskan Husky Dog demonstration. Even I have to admit that these are amazing dogs. In the winter, these 33 working sled dogs go through super deep snow to take supplies out into the park. And Gracie, aren't they cute? You can pet them, but I think I'll pass. How about we watch them pull a sled with wheels? They go really fast. The person on the sled who guides them is called the dog musher because he or she tells the dogs to mush or go. I like seeing dogs work. If you want to see more glaciers, a great place to go is Glacier National Park, which is on the southeast coast. And another fun place to explore is the Klondike National Historic Park, which is all about the gold rush of the 1890s. But our next stop is Fairbanks to see the northern lights. You will just love them, Jazzy. The northern lights can be seen all year, but the best time to see them is from August to April and from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. What are the northern lights? The northern lights, also called the aurora borealis, are beautiful arcs of color in the night sky. You can see the colors of purple, green, red, or blue. The Inuit people thought the lights were the souls of salmon, deer, and other animals. Really? Is that true? No. Electrons from solar winds from the sun caused them to happen. Gracie, what's an electron? Electrons are small pieces of matter with lots of energy. Oh. This energy mixes with gases in the atmosphere, which makes the gases glow. Solar flares, which are explosions of energy on the sun, can also cause them to happen. Wow. Thanks, Gracie. That's a lot of cool science. Now, I think I need a nap so I can be awake to see them. Wake up, Jasmine. It's time for the show. Oh, Gracie, look at all the colors. I see red, now purple. Ooh, the colors just whoosh across the sky. It's one of the most beauteous things I've ever seen. They're nature's fireworks. Yes, this is a brilliant work of art. Now, would you like to go to the North Pole? You betcha. Maybe we can find Santa's workshop. Jasmine, you need to know that North Pole, Alaska, is not the geographic center of the Earth. 
To get to the true North Pole, we would have to travel another 1,700 miles farther north, and the actual spot of the North Pole is a floating sheet of ice. There is no actual land there. Oh, I see. Well, I guess Santa's workshop would be hard to find anyway. He can't have people disturbing him all year round. I think you're right about that, Jazzy. But you will like North Pole, Alaska. It's the next best thing. How about we go into the Santa Claus house? Oh, goody. Wow, look at that giant Christmas tree out front. And I see real reindeer. And Santa is waiting at the door for us. Hi, Santa. Look at all these beautifully decorated Christmas trees inside. I like this one with the reindeer decorations. So beautiful. Come on, I want to talk to Santa and Mrs. Claus. I can tell them what I want for Christmas. Hi, Santa. I have been extra, extra good this year. So could you bring me a fancy new collar and maybe a tiara and a comfy blanket for my princess bed? And you know what? Gracie's been super good this year, too. I think she would love a new rock to hide under. And you know what else? I would like everybody everywhere to get their favorite Christmas surprise. Thanks so much. Jasmine, that was so thoughtful of you to remember me and others. That is truly the Christmas spirit. Now why don't we each pick out a new ornament for our Christmas tree at home before we leave? I think I'll get this reindeer one. I like this glittery one that looks just like a crown. A perfect way to remember our trip. Yes, it is. Now how about a Santa joke on our way home? Yes, that's a great idea. I have the perfect knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive Christmas, don't you? Yes, I do too. That was the perfect joke. My favorite place was Denali National Park and seeing the glorious Denali Mountain. I'm having a hard time deciding. Of course, seeing Santa was fun, but I think the brilliant northern lights was out of this world. How about you, friends? What was your favorite spot? Don't forget to tell someone you love and come back next week for Hawaii. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my dear friends. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.